Norman Kissinger from Redeeming the Time Brothers Ministries, and I wanted to come to you today and just uh, talk about Christian counseling. And uh, Gene and I had been having some discussions on the subject, of course, for years. We pastored churches, did, uh, did basically Christian counseling as pastors, and understanding the difference between a Christian counselor and secular counseling is really important. So I want to do a series and talk a little bit about the difference between Christian counseling and secular counseling. And uh, first off, off um, the thing I'm going to mention first is probably not the main thing. Later on, I might say some stuff about, you know, of course, Christian counseling is going to include God in the Bible, and we'll talk about that more later on. But I think that there's a fundamental difference on a practical level that is most important uh, to understand if you're a Christian and you're going to send somebody to a counselor, to a Christian counselor, to a non-Christian counselor, and kind of what you're going to deal with. So first off, um, uh, a Bible teacher said many years ago, this goes back up 20 years, but said even back then that uh, there's a difference between a counselor who is a Christian and a Christian counselor, and that's very much true. Okay, there's a difference in philosophy maybe between those two, and there's a big difference in, between a secular counselor and a Christian counselor, and I am not saying that Christian counseling is perfect or that um, that um, you couldn't get help from a secular counselor because that's not true. You certainly could if they're applying certain principles, but you do need to understand the difference between uh, uh, Christian counseling and uh and regular counseling. And I say that, and I've said this to people, so not just everybody here online, that as a counselor, uh, and as if you're going to look for counseling, you need to be very careful about who you pick as a counselor. You need to be as careful or more careful about who you pick as a counselor as you would uh, who you pick as a, um, as a doctor. And in fact, uh, I can't profess to know the the, the you know the profession of, of medicine other than as a layman, but I would say that a doctor in many ways could do less damage to you than a counselor could simply because um, there are certain prescriptions you give for certain diseases and uh, and so that it is more, set in both um, legally and and in what is acceptable practices in medicine than it you know than than for counseling counseling can be something that you can get all kinds of even professional counselors all kinds of different beliefs and some of them very legitimate some of them absolutely crazy so uh, you need to be very careful careful now I'm going to say the first thing that I think is the most practical difference between a Christian counselor and a secular counselor is this. Does the counselor believe in the sinfulness of man? And the reason that's important is because pretty much, in fact, I did my, my master's thesis on this, pretty much uh, secular counselors going all the way back to Freud and almost all of the big name earlier counselings and field of counselling, whether it was the behavioralist or, or the, or the psychoanalyst and, and, and that group or the cognitive behavioralist or the, uh, or the humanistic counselors, it doesn't matter what field of, of you know you're talking about. Uh, 
most of many of them I noticed actually were people that originally were going to go into religion but then switched from religion to psychology and I think that that happened because they rejected certain beliefs and certain ideas that uh, that are very important for the Christian to understand whether we agree with it or not love it or not want to you know whatever we think the Bible is very clear on some very important points and the one is is that from a time that a child is born we uh, have a sinful self or a sinful flesh that wants to control our lives now I am not saying that people don't go through major problems in their life that have huge effects on them such as you know abuse or or emotional abuse or physical abuse or sexual abuse or whatever that affects their lives absolutely people do and it does affect their life and it certainly hurts them but I am saying that it is a problem in modern counseling because they reject the idea that the individual is the cause of their problems and ultimately regardless of what happens to me I am responsible for me and how I respond to it and my problems and a lot of our problems have to come from our own sinful self it doesn't come from what other people are doing if you reject the idea that either children or adults are ever sinful and ever make sinful mistakes then you will end up believing that all behavior is caused by outside forces. It's learned behavior or it's because of what other people, of course, have done to us. And that's simply not a scriptural point of view at all. So um, you may want to ask. There's things that I would certainly recommend that somebody would ask a counselor uh, before you talk to them about counseling. Uh, but that would be something that would make be a main practical difference between regular counseling and Christian counseling. So this is not very popular because what this says is, and this is true, I'll admit this for myself, is that any problem that I have in my life, the first place I need to look to see who the problem is, is I need to look back and find out whether or not I'm the problem. Okay, and uh, not whether somebody else is the problem. So uh, I need to look back and see, or at least consider what I may be doing in the situation that is hurting the situation. Now, any counselor is going to hopefully would say to you that you know um, we can sit and talk about our interpersonal relationships, or marriages, or family things, or kid-parent relationships, or whatever work relationships, or whatever. But hopefully, all of them would agree that the only person I can change ultimately is me. So that if somebody goes into counseling, obviously you can't change the boss. If you're struggling with your work, you can't change your spouse. You can't change your kids. You can't change your parents. You can only change you and how you respond or how you're acting in a situation. So ultimately, counseling is about self-change all the time, obviously. All right, but it does make a big difference of whether or not you believe that that people are inherently sinful. If you want to say inherently selfish, and therefore that is part of the problem in their life. Now, that makes it where Christian counselors may not be very popular because if you're doing counseling right, then you are probably having to at least a little bit be the bad guy, the counselor. Um, he or she is going to have to be the bad guy or girl in the situation to tell people that they're wrong about their behavior and there's some behaviors that they need to change according to the scripture that, that, that they would need to do differently. And so that is a fundamental difference between different types of counseling. Uh, most people go into counseling assuming that, um, that they, because of their parents or their 
environment or how they grew up or um, or or uh, because they were bullied or whatever the issue is and I'm not saying all those things are not true and do not affect us again but that's where all of their problems come from and that's simply not not the case all right I am in most cases I have to say that I am my own worst enemy and most of the time my problems often come from me <laughs> not other people not what they've done to me I am the problem it's either me that I'm doing something to create problems in my life or I am I am uh, or I am responding in a wrong way now this has to be balanced out because you know there are people that are really trying to do the right thing and other people are bullying them manipulating them um, they are you know people are in relationship with people that are narcissists or or, you know, or people that are super abusive or, or whatever. I understand that. But an element of counseling, if it's Christian counseling, has to carry with it the idea that other people, okay, that other people are not, uh, and our circumstances are not all the problem, that I need to be working on me and looking at what I might be doing that God, for example, would want me to change in my life so that I can be spiritually and even as far as the world is concerned, you know, uh, successful and be effective as a individual and as a Christian. So that's just kind of a quick overview of what makes for the difference between a Christian counselor and a secular counselor is, you know, do the Christian counselor by the nature of the scriptures would believe that people have a sinful selfish self that affects their life and affects how successful they are in life that needs to be thrown into the counseling and that needs to be part of the counseling process and it take a long time to go into it to explain but you know there's times where people are because they don't agree or they don't they don't you know that, that that's not part of the counseling philosophy they're kind of stay victims and they don't change because they don't believe that they're the problem well I'm always at least part of the problem and that's very important uh, in um, in the counseling process so uh, we'll get on here again and talk about some other differences between Christian counseling and we'll talk about some things some of the major problems that people are dealing with such as anxiety and anger and and depression and some other stuff and just some you know where where those things kind of come from and kind of look at them from a biblical perspective but um, as I said if you're looking for a counselor and you find somebody that hangs a shingle and calls themselves a Christian counselor this should be one of the hallmarks of Christian counseling is that it carries with it the idea of the principles of Scripture and what the Bible says about men how they act or whether or not you know um, whether or not we are um, you know, the, our, our sinfulness certainly comes into play in counseling, even if other people are being abusive or, 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 or a part of the problem. So keep that in mind as you're looking for a Christian counselor, maybe something you would ask them. Uh, some important principles, read through their material, see what their their worldview is and their philosophy to see if it really matches what 
you want. And if you pick a counselor, you do not want a counselor that always agrees with you. You actually would want a counselor that disagrees with you and is willing to point out things that maybe you're doing wrong that is not effective in your life. If you pick a life coach to help you with, you know, doing better at, um, you know, your finances or something, you might want to pick one that is going to tell you the truth or, you know, better at uh, your job, somebody who's going to give you, I'm not, you know, this term is overused, but, you know, constructive criticism about what's going on so that you can change. And uh, so something to keep in mind as you would look around for Christian counselors, do they have that as a, a, a philosophy in their counseling? Be sure and watch my brother's podcasts and, um, and make sure that you uh, see those because they're a big encouragement and his nightlight and and uh, uh, his devotions because they'll help you grow as a Christian. God bless you. You have a great day. And uh, we'll be back on here again to talk about some more principles of counseling from a biblical perspective.